It says, and the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. But look at, and the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow up Jonah. While you're standing, look at somebody and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, with your prayers, your participation, and God's power, our pastor is going to talk about a reservation at the fish hotel. You may be seated. A reservation at the fish hotel. It is no secret that if you fly on an airplane, you want to make sure you're there on time. Anybody that's flown knows you got to be there on time. Because if you're not on time, you will miss your plane. And airlines will not wait on you because they got somewhere they need to be. But if you miss your plane when you didn't have to miss your plane, some things are unavoidable. But when you got time to get there and you lollygag and you miss your plane, that's nobody's fault. Y'all help me preach this, but you're wrong. And I thought about that for a minute. How often have we caused some delays in our lives because we didn't do what we were supposed to do? How often have we caused our lives to go up in shambles because we didn't do what we were supposed to do? You can't blame everybody for your mistakes when you didn't have to make them. Because too often people want to blame everybody else instead of looking at themselves in the mirror. Everything that happens in your life is not always the devil's fault. Sometimes it's your fault. Because when you know what to do, and you don't do it. You can't blame everybody else. But today is a day where everybody in here is Jonah. Jonah's in the house. Jonah's on your road. Jonah's in the pulpit. Jonah played the organ. Jonah sang the songs. Jonah prayed the prayers. Jonah's on the usher board. Jonah's on the deacon board. Jonah's on the trustee board. Everybody that showed up to Broadway, that's a part of Broadway, whether you're here today or watching, is Jonah. And why are you Jonah? You're Jonah because the Lord told you what to do. But you decided, I'm going to do something else. But let me tell you, when you decide to do something else, there's a fish waiting on you. And let me just go ahead and just say it now. Everybody in here is in the fish. Your fish may not be my fish, but the Lord has appointed a fish just for you. I know you came in here looking like everything was good, but the reason you're still alive is because God hadn't let the fish swallow you up just yet. But if you just hold on just a little while, God will give you some time to get it together. But if you don't get it together, be prepared to be swallowed up. Because Jonah, in this text, 
got the word from the Lord to go to Nineveh and preach to my people. But Jonah bought a ticket in Joppa to take a ship to go to Tarshish. And not only did he buy the ticket, Jordan, he gets on the ship and goes down in the ship, which is an indication, be careful who gets on your ship. I thought y'all get a little more happy than that. Be careful who gets on your ship. And the reason you need to be careful who shows up in your life is because you don't know what they're bringing with them. It's a whole lot of people that show up in your life, but the problem is they don't tell you what they're coming with. There's a whole lot of people that show up in your life, but they don't tell you about the baggage that they're bringing with them. Be careful who shows up in your life because they just might be running away from something. They just might be running away from God. And if you're not careful, they'll put you in some stuff that you shouldn't have been in because Jonah just shows up, but us know who are afraid because once again the wrong person can mess everything up the wrong person can mess a church up the wrong person can mess a marriage up the wrong person can mess your children up and the wrong person can mess you up can I get a witness Y'all gonna say amen? amen? But Jonah is in the ship. He don't tell him why he's there. But these mariners are now afraid. And then they go to Jonah and say to Jonah, what have you done that has caused this storm? But then Jonah says, I'm running from God. running from the law. And because I'm running from the law, here I am in the ship. And then watch this. The mariners say, they talk to God and say, God, what do we do with Jonah? Now Jonah says, I'm running from God. Throw me into the water. But the mariners knew He's been with God. Be careful who you put your hands on when they've been with God. (laughs) Cause see, when you don't know how to handle cargo, God got another destination for you. (laughs) And in Jordan, they throw jump into the water. Can you imagine Jonah now in the water? I had to give you all this this background and context so we can get to the breakdown of what is in this text. Jonah is in the belly of a fish. Now when you translate this into Greek, some would say this is called a whale. But in Canaanite, old Canaanite history, these fish were known as sea monsters because they were known as those sea monsters who were so vicious, who were so big, who were so great that it was said that they could swallow anything with just putting it in the mouth. And then you can see the same particular text in Matthew chapter 12, verse 40. But in this text today, Jonah runs from God only to run to God. Y'all missed what I just said Because God can control the water A fish and Jonah at the same time Jonah runs from God Just to run to God But the question today is I told you Everybody in here is Jonah What are you running from? Amen 
Are you running from a healthy body? Are you running from going to the doctor? Are you running from your own sin? Because guess what? You can run. God's well preached to me. You can't hide. And watch this. When you try to run from God, God got a way of locking you down until you do what he told you to do. And somebody that showed up to Broadway is on lockdown. Matter of fact, all of us in here are on lockdown. Just because you look good don't mean you're not on lockdown. Because the text says he's in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Now, according to the biology of fish, it is said that some fish, I told you, can swallow you whole because of the esophagus that goes in the fish. But Jordan, in this particular text, the Lord is so good that the Lord gives Jonah a residence in the belly of a fish. But at the same time, God is so good that Jonah got to stay in the fish to think about what he has done before he can get out of the fish. Because when you go to Jonah chapter 2, Jonah prays and says, Lord, I'm crying to you in my distress. I'm crying and saying, Lord, have mercy. I'm telling you that I know I did it wrong and then God is so good that God has the fish spit Jonah out. But before Jonah gets spit out, Jonah has to say I thank you for keeping my life. I thank you for keeping me. I thank you for taking care of me. I thank you for still having mercy on me. But I just got to ask you a question. Is it the reason why God can't spit you out is because you haven't confessed your sin? Is there a reason why you can't get better because you ain't confessed your sin? You ain't Some people would be a whole lot better if they can just admit when they're wrong. You know, why the church would be a whole lot better if messy folk could just admit they caused the mess. But instead of them admitting they caused the mess, they just want to give it to somebody else. A matter of fact, let me put it this way. They like to work behind the scenes. And then act like they ain't done nothing when they get in your face. You got a whole lot of undercover messy folk that show up to church. But when they get in front of you, they ain't got nothing to say. But the minute they get on the phone, they got everything to say. Well, if you had that much to say on the phone, you should have had that much to say in my face. But don't act like you my friend in my face when you the main reason I'm going through hell behind my back. It's some Jonas that show up in the house of God. That's why the church can't move forward because God has to lock the church up because the church still want to live our tradition instead of do what God is saying. The church still want to live our yesterday when God is telling the church it's a new day, it's a new time, Enjoy your stay. 
Cause see, God is so good that God will still love you while he got you on lockdown. But God will still tell you, guess what? Since you can't confess what you did, you ought as well get cozy and comfortable because you're going to be here just for a little while. So you ought as well enjoy your stay because it ain't going to get better until you are able to realize, recognize, understand, and admit, you know what? I'm the cause of this. It's my fault. I brought this on myself and it ain't nobody's fault but me. But because my pride won't let me admit my faults, guess what? I'm going to be in this building just for a little while. Is anybody here that now is running from God? Because you can't tell God, I'm sorry. Are you running from God? Because God told you what to do, but you're not doing it. And now all you are is locked down in the fish. Can you imagine Jonah? He can't see nothing but a fish guts. It's dark in the fish. It's no light in the fish. The fish has been in the water, so you know Jonah had to inhale some salt water. And all Jonah had to do was go to Nineveh. But Jonah tried to get a ticket from Joppa to go to Tarshish. Be careful where you put your money at. And be careful what ship you try to go to. But more than that, be careful what kind of town you're trying to go to. Because sometimes you are the reason why the town gets in trouble. And is it possible there's somebody in here today? You're the reason why the storms won't leave. Is, is there a parent in here today that still has not admitted they're the reason why cousins don't like each other? Their parent that's in here today that has caused problems with their siblings and has brought it to everybody else. Because you know, some folks you can't stand when they show up to family functions because they're not functional. Jonah shows up. We got some youth in here. There's some youth like Jonah. When's the last time you told your parent, thank you for what you've done for me? But instead of you saying thank you, they spoiled you so right to where now you don't feel like you can tell them anything. You Jonah running away. But is there some spouse that's a Jonah? That God has told you to love your spouse, appreciate your spouse, stay with your spouse, and work through some stuff. But every time it's something you don't like, you got to nag, you got to yell, you got to complain, you always got to be mean, you always got to be cantankerous. Because guess what? Nobody want to come to anybody and come home where they don't have any peace. Are you Jonah? Have we been Jonah? Because instead of us being about community improvement, sometimes we don't even vote. Out of all black folk done done for us, we still don't want to vote. Now we can tell you about somebody's business, but we can't tell you about what's going on in politics. Are we a Jonah? Am I in the house? Jonah's in this belly of the fish three days and three nights. Because I told you, God got to lock you down when you try to run. And the problem I have with the text, I love Jonah, but the problem I have with the text is, Jonah, why would you try to run away from God when he's all-powerful? Because guess what? You can try to run from him, but he's running with you. And then you can go in the bottom of the ship 
but God is right there with you. You can try to go out of town and God's the main pastor. But Jonah is in the church. Jonah showed up today. The mariner, Jonah makes the mariners panic. Jonah calls the storm. Jonah did all of this. And now look at Jonah. In the fish. Three days. Three nights. Stuck in the fish. Is there anybody here that can say sometimes I'm stuck because I didn't do my job? Some people get fired from their job because they didn't do what the boss told them to do. But you know, it's funny about Jonah. Listen, that's the funny thing about Jonah is. God will always send a Jonah to preach to hard-headed people. And don't get mad at me. All you got to do when you look at Nineveh, Nineveh was immoral. Nineveh was unclean. Nineveh would hang people people in the streets. Nineveh would behead people and put people's heads on poles just so you could see. Nineveh would burn people alive. There was a lot of immorality in Nineveh, but God said, Jonah, that's where I want you to go. Because you can't, because Jordan has preachers. You can't pick what city you, you want to go to. But you got to make sure wherever you go, give it your best. And when you give it your best, you see that God will take care of everything else. Because Nineveh was immoral. But it's amazing how people will want God to have his way until God makes them step out of their comfort zone. Can I ask a question? Is there anybody here today that God has pulled you out of your comfort zone? out your comfort zone to test you to see how real you are. That's my amen corner back there. But God gave Jonah the assignment. But Jonah runs from God. But three days, three nights, He's in this fish. Nothing to do. Nobody to call on. All Jonah can do is deal with Jonah. Okay. Y'all didn't get happy right there. So let me put it this way. God will never release you from you until you deal with you. But you know the problem with some folk is... They always want to deal with everybody else, but can't deal with me. Who told you that you could fix everybody else's life when your life is the main problem? Some people always trying to fix everybody else's life, always giving commentary about everybody else's life, but the minute you say something about them, the minute you tell them the way that was wrong, they the main that stab you in the back. But guess what? You can try to correct me if you want to. But when you look at the text, God got a fish with your name on it. Somebody Jordan is dealing with the fish of guilt. The fish of sin. The fish of the wrong spirit. 
spouse. The fish of spending more money than saving money. Yeah, I knew y'all wouldn't say nothing about that. The fish of the wrong leader. The fish of listening to the wrong words. Are you Jonah? But have you caused problems that you don't want to admit? Because you don't want to listen. You want to do it your own way. You don't want to listen. Can't nobody tell me nothing. I know it all. Oh, really? You know everything, huh? Can't nobody tell me nothing. And that's the reason why stuff keep going, keep breaking down and going apart. Because instead of you listening, you got to make it basically seem like the whole world. Listen, the whole world ain't always against you. Some people just get tired of dealing with your mess. The whole world ain't against you. Sometimes you're just the reason why stuff ain't happening in your life. If you learn how to wait on God instead of trying to do your own thing, you wouldn't be in the mess that you're in right now. But can you see, John? I told you once again. I hope you're enjoying your stay today, John. Everybody in here, your name John today. Because I don't care how big, how good you look today, you're running from something. And when you don't deal with the problem, the problem not going away. A lot of people don't want to deal with problems. And this is how you know some folks don't want to deal with problems. Have you, you ever noticed how some people don't want to deal with problems, but they always try to switch the conversation? We don't need to call nobody up because you got your own problems you don't deal with either. Everybody in here got some problems. Ain't nobody in here perfect. So can't nobody look down on nobody. If you're going to look down on anybody, look down on yourself because you won't deal with your problems. Next time you get on Facebook talking about somebody, talk about yourself and how you was wrong. You ain't got to talk about what always go on in your house. Sometimes you're the reason your house is messed up. Because if you notice, Jonah never wants to deal with reality. Jonah just wants to deal with fantasy. There was a girl one day. Her dad told her not to go over to her friend's house. Her daddy said, baby, do not go over there. Today. The girl was adamant. Jordan said, Dad, I want to go over to my friend's house. The dad said, don't go. Don't go. The girl said, Daddy, I want to go. The dad said, baby, listen to me. Do not go. Wait till I get home. Well, in the girl's haste, she went over to her friend's house. And then her and her friend were jumping on a trampoline. And when she was jumping on the trampoline, she missed it and fell on the ground. She broke her leg. And then her friend's mom came outside because she heard her screaming. She, and they rushed to the hospital. The girl said, I need my father. Well, when the father got there, the little girl was crying. The little girl was 
was crying. She was, she was frantic. And she said, Father, I'm sorry I disobeyed. Yeah. And the daddy just was quiet. Yeah. He didn't say anything. Then the doctor came in and said, I got good news and I got bad news. The doctor said, the good news is you're alive. But the bad news is we got to amputate your leg. The little girl heard that she cried. And she said, Daddy, don't let him amputate my leg. But the father with love and tears in his eyes said, they got to do it. Because if they don't amputate your leg, blood clots will develop. And if blood clots develop, we don't know if you'll survive. Well, the little girl was sad. She was upset. They finally amputated her leg. And after surgery, she looked up and started crying. Then she looked at her father and said, Father, I'm sorry. I didn't do what you told me to do. The little girl, then the father said, Baby, I know you're sorry, but let this be a lesson to you. That every now and again, Daddy know what he's talking about. Because I felt something was going to go bad. But that's why I tried to warn you. But now you just had to learn a lesson for yourself. Is there anybody here that can testify there have been some legs I've had to get amputated in my life because I didn't listen to what my father told me. God told me not to get with that person, but I had to do it anyway. God told me not to move to that neighborhood, but I had to do it anyway. God told me to leave those people alone, but I had to do it anyway. God told me to study, but I didn't study. God told me not to, but I just had to do it, and now here I am, looking up and crying and saying, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have you ever had to tell the Lord, I'm sorry? But let me ask this question as well. When was the last time you told somebody you wrong, you were sorry? When was the last time you told that person whose business you told everybody, I'm sorry? When was the last time you told that person, I'm sorry? When's the last time you went to them and said, you know what? The reason everybody know it was my fault. Yeah. 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 When was the last time folk in church said, I'm sorry? Yeah. Brother Pastor, I'm sorry. I know I said I would pray for you. But then when you made that decision, I talked about you behind your back. And I got a crowd with me so we can throw our fiery darts in your direction. But when's the last time you told Brother Pastor, I'm sorry. When was the last time you told that choir member that you sit by, I'm sorry. I know we had some disagreements. But, I, but when you were talking, I didn't have to roll my eyes at you like I did, I'm sorry. When last time you told that choir member, I'm sorry that I didn't listen to you, but I just had to have the big head. I thought I was big and bad, but now I see. Don't nobody respect me because I don't know how to listen to anything. I don't know how to work anything. I'm sorry. Yeah, it got quiet. Because mm-hmm. you're drunk. When the last time you said I'm sorry. When the last time you told that young person, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah. I saw I saw you on your phone. I saw you, but I didn't know that you had some auditory issues. See, and that's something I just got to get here. Adults, be careful how you mess with kids when they're on their electronics. Sometimes it's because they may have autism. They may have an auditory issue that they need something. It ain't all the time. They're not just because that's not you don't mean you got the right to be mean to some child. You better be careful how you mean to kids. I'm sorry. But our pride won't let us say I'm sorry. And because you can't say I'm sorry, 
can be living in Winchester, Kentucky, even on a beautiful, it can be beautiful on the outside, but all it is is dark on the inside because you can't say I'm sorry. You can't admit I'm wrong. No, it's everybody else's fault. No, it's your fault. You didn't have to be in that group. You didn't have to entertain that mess. You didn't have to entertain that gossip. You're just as guilty as them. Boy, politics would be a whole lot better if folk could admit I was wrong. Well, I guess y'all tired of me now. I'm sorry. Y'all about to get a reprieve. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then again, I'm really not. Because as long as they come out this book, I'm going to preach it. So. And if you don't, if you don't, if you lock down, it might be you need to correct some stuff. You need to correct your attitude. Correct how you talk to people. Correct what you do. Correct how you live. Because you can't live godly in church on Sunday and live ungodly out, out of church Monday through Saturday. Because God will lock you down. Oh, well, I can't go there. Let me, let me move on. Well, all I want to tell you is be careful where you place your head at night. And y'all can catch the wrist. Because Jonah always tries to have it his way. Is there anybody here that can say, yeah, I tried to have it my way. And guess what? That's why I'm crying right now. That's why I'm angry right now. That's why I got trust issues right now. Because I tried to have it my way. And then God let me have it my way. And look at me now. That's why I'm bitter now. That's why I'm negative now. That's why I'm always not happy. That's why I can't smile. That's why I'm always throwing shots at people. Because it's my fault. See, when you can recognize sometimes it's your fault. And admit that I'm the problem. I'm the issue. Stop what they ain't got nothing to do with Cause it's your fault That you cause some mess And problems in your life Well I can't wait for dinner today Cause too often Jonah is on the ship, but now he's in the fish. But they don't want to deal with themselves. No, I can't deal with myself. No, my pride won't let me deal with me. But they forgot, they forgot, sister, in my Sunday school. Pride goes before destruction. That's for you King James lovers and Holy Spirit before the fall. Can I get a witness here? They forgot church that day. They forgot when the pastor said love to one another. Sometimes I'm in the fish. Because instead of paying my tithes. I had to buy another bag. Buy some shoes I couldn't afford. Couldn't afford, and I had to go on another trip. No goodwill. My credit was already bad, and I didn't have no money to pay my cell phone bill. Didn't have no money to pay my rent. Didn't have no money to go get my own medicine. But now I got to post pictures saying, "Look at me on vacation, and I can barely breathe because I didn't buy my medicine for my asthma." Sometimes it's my fault. It's my fault. Get 
out of here. I'm trying to get out of here. But I told you, we're going to be in this fish just for a minute till we deal with our issues. You better learn how to stop blaming folks for your problem. That's a word for our marriages in here. I got to go here. I don't mean to, but I got to go here. You didn't make that vow to your child. You made it to your spouse. Got quiet, huh? Got real quiet, didn't it? But last I checked, children are a product of the vow you made to God. But Jonah shows up. Can I get a witness? Jonah shows up! I sure wasn't trying to keep y'all on. I really wasn't. But sometimes we can't get out the hotel because we still won't say I was wrong and I'm sorry. But then we want to come to church and be the loudest one shouting. We shout loud on Sunday, but then we are loud the rest of the week because we the main one causing drama. You better learn how to stop shouting so loud on Sunday, but then you're the main one cussing folk out the rest of the week. What happened to Jesus then? Did Jesus leave? Did Jesus move out? Sometimes people talk about, I'm just being real. No, you're not. The Bible says when you look at the third chapter of Colossians that you ought to speak a word that's seasoned with grace. Not seasoned with revenge. But I'm in this hotel. I'm in the belly of the fish. Locked down. And all of this could have been avoided. If I would have just went to them. Yeah. It could have all been avoided. If I did one thing. Go to them. But no. I ain't want to go to them. I ain't want to do that. That was beneath me. I was be- I'm better than that. You know, sometimes that's the reason why some folks still single. Because they think they better than folk. And don't nobody, see, when you can't admit your own flaws, don't nobody want to deal with you. Got quiet there too. That's all right. Because when we don't deal with us, we face the penalty. Have you caused yourself to face some penalties because you didn't go to Nineveh? Are you still stuck in the belly of the fish? And I'm about to, I'm for real about to let it alone. But think about this fish. Well, just think about the fish. This is how good but how cold God can be. God is so good he'll keep you alive. But he's so cold that he will make you have to suffer with your own decisions. Am I in the text? This fish. Now some scholars debate whether or not this fish swallowed up Jonah. But I go with the word. Because if, if, if Jonah got swallowed by the fish, 
How did he pray in Jonah chapter 2? And then when you look at Jonah chapter 3, he goes to Nineveh and preached. But in Jonah chapter 4, Jonah was still kind of upset that he even went to Nineveh in the first place. But now when you look at this particular text, this particular passage, this particular scripture, you see that God will keep you alive just so you can live with you. Can you look at yourself in the mirror and admit when I was wrong? And that's the word for our senior members in here. You better stop judging folk for they sin when you did just as bad if not worse in your day. It's amazing how folk want to judge others on their day when they had a day. Sometimes you just can't do what you used to do. But that don't mean you don't think about it. Because if God look and God show all of our minds in here, you'd be surprised what shows up. You can look conservative all you want to, but if God shows your mind, it's some stuff that ain't Jesus keep me near the cross on your mind too. I know I got down your street a little bit, but that's all right. of the lesson. Sometimes you're not always holy like you think you are. Because a suit and dress can't cover up contamination. It's some contaminated Christians. But truth be told, all of us contaminate. Because of sin. All have fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. But when I sin, which I do, who am I to judge you? Because when you look at the text, God appoints a fish for us all. You can't get better until you want to get better. You got to put work in. Time in. You want, to, you want to be a professional athlete? You better work. You want to get straight A's? Put in some work. You want to be a better spouse? Or you want your spouse to love you like you want to be loved? Put in some work. You want the church to be better? Put in some work. You want the church to be better? Learn how to P-R-A-Y and not P-R-E-Y. You want the church to be better, learn how to tithe. And it don't matter how much money you can put in church. As long as you live and you got some money, you can still put something in the plate. Amen. 
But we jump. People want the church to be better. But every time something happens you don't like, you got to say something. People act like folk can't make mistakes. Everybody in here makes mistakes. All of us make some mistakes. But some people act like you can't make no mistake. But you know, the problem is people are picky and choosy and wishy-washy on who they want to be with and who they don't want to be with. But when you look at Jonah, Jonah, you still got to do what God says. Even when you are alone, Yes, sir. When people don't understand you, Jonah, you still got to go preach. You got to preach when they say amen. You got to preach when they don't say amen. You got to preach when they say, I love Pastor Jonah. You got to preach when they say, I didn't vote for him. You got to preach when they love to brag about you. But then you got to preach when they don't get along with city traditions. You got to preach when they embrace you. But then you got to preach when they roll their eyes. You got to preach when they smile. But then you got to preach when they scowl. Because if you don't preach, Jonah, a fish is coming. If you don't pray, a fish is coming. If you don't live righteously, a fish is coming. You got to stand for God. Is anybody that's standing for God? Oh, I thought I'd get a little more happy than that. I know it's been a little edgy and rough today. I told y'all, y'all don't get a reprieve from me. But you got to stand for God. Amen. But sometimes the fish is good for us. Because God will put you in a belly's fish to save your life. I know they don't make a whole lot of sense, but this is why I'm saying that. What if God lets you just do what you wanted to do? And for some of us, we try to do our own thing. And it brought us nothing but destruction, pain, unnecessary tears. And for some of us, it breathed a spirit of revenge. Oh yeah, revenge can be deadly too. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, sir. But thank God that even though I mess up, God still loves me. Thank you. I don't know about you, but can't nobody love me like God. Maybe that's why the old church would say, "Sign me up for that Christian jubilee." Right my name on the road. I've been changed. But this is where they get me because the Lord has delivered me. And I want to be ready. (laughs) Y'all help me preach. I just got to be ready. Can I get a witness here? You ought to be thankful God still loves you. Can't nobody love me like God loves me. And this is how you know God loves you. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever, whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. But brother, when God gets you out the fish, don't forget you stay in the fish. Don't forget the stuff you went through when God gets you out. And be careful how you treat God after you get out. Because he might send you back to the fish. Somebody here, you better be careful what you do when the Lord pulls you through. 
Because if you're not careful, he'll send you back. And when you've been locked down by God, you don't want to go back. I recall in college, when I was in Oklahoma City in 2012, I didn't do what my mama told me. Mama told me to get a work-study job. I didn't do it. Didn't pay my tuition that, that semester. Never shall forget. That was the darkest time of my life. Tried to get a job, couldn't get a job. She stopped sending me money for college. Me and my grandma were at odds with each other. Grandma talked crazy to me. But now I realize she was just saying it in love. Wasn't preaching. That's why every time I get an opportunity to preach, I take it because I remember the days nobody was calling my number. If I could just tell you the story. When nobody called my number. When I almost walked away from preaching in general because of depression. I've lived through depression. But the reason I've lived through it is because I was a Jonah that made the mistake. And then I had to humble myself and tell my mother, Mother, I'm sorry. She came and picked me up, brought me back to Fort Worth. I stayed in Fort Worth till 2019, but I had to learn a hard lesson in that season. Season was so bad, not only did I have to drop out of college, meal card didn't work. Couldn't even go to the gym and go work out anymore on campus. Had to leave my apartment and go back to my grandma's house and had to be humble enough to admit I was wrong. I've had some bad days. Had some good ones. But I've had some bad ones. Because I've been a jumper running away from God. And running away from my responsibility. But I'm not the only one in here that's run away from your responsibility. Have you ran away from your responsibility? Have you ran away from God? God will lock you down. See, you praise differently when God gets you out the fish. You preach harder when God gets you out the fish. You sing better when God gets you out the fish. Thank God for the reservation at the fish hotel. Because I am what I am. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10, I, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Don't forget your journey. And don't forget what it took to get you where you are. Doors of the church are open. I'm done. God bless you.